It's time for Horky Boys. Horky, Horky, Horky Boys. What's up, Horky Bastards? We're back in the stew, back in the loo. Um, took a little time off, like always. It's always like two or three weeks in between episodes. But today we have a very special guest, Josh from Magnolia Park. What up, Josh? How's it going? How's it going? Glad to be here. Um, you guys are on all music streaming platforms, right? Yeah, yeah. We're on Apple Music, Apple Spotify, music. Yeah, yeah, everything. Cool, TikTok, nice. everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah hey tiktok's <laughs> the way to go nowadays yeah. that's how yo, people's songs are blowing up yo that's our secret weapon right now man tiktok uh the fans on tiktok have really loved us and we really appreciate every single person who streams it through that so yeah definitely like, all it takes is one song to get like on that trend and it just blows up yeah man like um for us um believe it or not it was like sick of it all Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick of it all. It blew up like crazy off of when we got super lucky on it, and people are still messaging us from that sick of it all video. Like, yo, like we love your stuff. This is how we found you guys, and now it's starting to happen with Love Me Too. So that's like really awesome. Well, that's how I found you guys. I was just scrolling my through uh, for you page for hours on end, like I always do, and I was like, damn, that's. The song sounds like a pop punk anthem. It is like, uh, <laughs> like it is. Yeah. I was I was blown away. I was like, okay, so I checked you guys out more, and you guys you guys have a lot of good other good stuff out there too. So thank you, uh, thank you. So around what time did uh, Sick of It All start blowing up for you guys? Uh, Sick of It All started blowing up, say like a month or two ago. I would say, um, now. Well, now, like about a month ago, I would say, yeah. Um, my buddy, our, our guitarist, Tristan, he just kind of like put it out there mm-hmm. just on a whim, literally in the middle of the night. Like no one's really on TikTok in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So we thought. And then literally we wake up and it's like, yo, we have like 200,000 views on this thing. Yeah. And the comments are like racking up. And I'm pretty sure like we hit like a million on that, that one video now. Jesus. On TikTok, yeah. So it's, it's been super crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, it, I guess the good thing about TikTok is that any video that anybody posts can just blow up. Yeah. Like all it takes is just putting one video out there. Cause there's no like specific algorithm. I don't think like YouTube yeah. has, like if you put a video on YouTube, just randomly, no one's going to see it, but you put some random ass TikTok up, like yeah. our buddy blaze put something up. And it got like what, like two thousand likes, just yeah. randomly. Yeah, like, ra- like it could be anything. Like the stupidest stuff blows up nowadays. So like, anytime actual good content is put on there, like there's just loads of potential. Yeah, people are gonna notice for sure. So yeah. I'm glad that's happened. That's working. You guys' advantage. Uh, yeah, dude. you got to play the market, and that's what that TikTok literally is. Like, yeah, what it is right now. That's that's kind of like what we're doing. I mean, like. We, we originally got the idea from another band on TikTok um, called Crimson Apple. 
uh, they're like four sisters, four or five sisters um, that do music and they just drop covers. They drop like hints for their music videos on TikTok and that's how they like kind of market themselves. And we thought okay. that was really, really genius actually how they yeah. were doing that. And luckily that path worked for us, I would say. Yeah, dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you just keep hitting that. Like, I feel like TikTok is like, is here to stay for sure. Oh yeah. As long as it doesn't get completely shut down by by the government, but no nah, man, people have tried. They can't stop the TikTokers, no. man. <laughs> can't, can't. Tick, TikTokers are getting up there with K-pop fans, man. They are indestructible oh, yeah. and unbeatable. <laughs> and like the amount of like just the following that you can build on TikTok, it's like people are already passing what like Kylie Jenner has on Instagram, but on TikTok, like I I saw some oh, yeah. random person I'd never heard before with like twenty four million followers yeah, on TikTok. Dude, it's, it's crazy. Like some yeah. people are like. Yeah. That's the, that is their platform is TikTok. Like yeah. they don't have anything else, and it's just like TikTok, and like that's like the the TikTok, uh, like the guys, you know, the the fuck boys that you yeah. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like there, there's that demographic of like the the, the hype house. house. Yeah, 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 the hype house. Yeah, the, the yeah. thirst trap side of yeah, TikTok. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. I, do you yeah. know what like what kind of revenue they make off of that dude i have no idea i would assume oh, they make that, bank man they make bank. really that's what i wonder is like does views like to make money like if you had a video that blew up and got like 10 million views but that was your only video do you make money off that or you have to get like consistent views or how's it how many followers like do you know what the you know like see, data see is that, that? That one I'm still kind of unsure with because um, they have the TikTok partnership program, um, but it was super unclear unclear about things. Like I've seen other like TikTokers talk about it, but um, honestly, I really don't know. It's super super weird. They're still working mm-hmm. out the bugs on that on that aspect. Yeah, I mean it's such a new app. Like it's only been blown up for let. I've only had it's it like less a than year, a year. Yeah. Yeah, I was it literally blew up because of because of COVID nineteen. Honestly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people with too much time on their hands, too much time to waste. Yeah, dude, that's me, man. <laughs> but talking about COVID, so now that you guys have kind of gotten some clout, have you guys started thinking about going on tour once this gets better? Um. So originally, um, we were we were scheduled to play the House of Blues in Orlando nice but the day that we were supposed to play it was the day that we got locked down so damn we weren't able to um our goal was to always tour we were supposed to tour back in october for um a release but that didn't happen it got it got pushed back so now we're just like working on music i mean we just got out of the studio for another five song ep like (laughs) oh nice that'll be your first ep right uh, second, second, yeah. Our okay. first one is a uh, uh, vacant, and then okay. um, this will be our second one. But this one we are considering like our first actual EP. The mm-hmm. first one, the first one that we did was just kind of like a, oh yeah, these are the songs that we've written now. Yeah, so put them out. This one we have more of a consistent story with it. So nice, Sweet. dude. Yeah, so definitely- the way that the studio works, do you guys have a home studio, or are you guys like renting out a booth? So um, basically how we normally do the whole studio process is uh, we demo out all of our songs. So I would do like the vocals at my place. Uh, Tristan and Freddie would do like guitars or like 
the beats that we do over at their places and then joe puts his drums up and then jared does his bass all okay. separately we come together sometimes and we kind of like do it all there since we're already practicing together right and then we go to the studio and then that's when we lay down like the full real sound that we want so um, give us a timeline from like demo to songs done it's ready to be put up on streaming platforms like how long does it take for all that to happen um it kind of varies really it depends on how many elements we want in a song um because we can demo out a song we can write a song and demo out a song for say like a week or two get it like nice to the point we were where we would want it to be pushed out and then go into the studio knock it out in a day and then like have it back to us like within like a month or two um just because of like the different elements that we want and like the specific sound that we want so it's just it just depends on the the particular song and working with kellen quinn you probably don't know who that is he's like one of the top vocalists in the pop punk post hardcore metalcore like he was in a band called sleeping with sirens i know yeah and uh so i'm sure he's in probably la right yeah he's in la right now yeah so what what was the timeline like for that? And what was it like working with him? All right. So for Love Me, it was originally just going to be us. So like I had like a second verse all done. Everything was done. And then um, we saw that Kellen was looking for a band to collab with. So we hopped on it and we sent him the song. He loved it. So we cleared that second verse out for him. And he wrote it out, I think, within like two, two or three days max. And then he sent it to us and then we got it back within that month. So it was really cool. It was very like, it was a really cool collaborative process with him because he loved this track. So he yeah. definitely, he, he definitely put his own spin on it that we loved. So That's you guys, cool. you guys reached out to him. I think I saw that you guys DM'd him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And... We, we, we DM'd him that he actually answered. So we were like, Oh, it's not, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably like really cool feeling like having, a known artist like that recognize and be like, yeah, I, I really like this song. And it's yeah, like probably one of the best feelings you can have. And that's just like, like this first stepping stone to, you know, getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. I mean, honestly with me, I'm, I'm the, I'm the skeptic of the band. Definitely. <laughs> so like when, when, when we first got it, I was like, nah, man, he's capping. There's no way he's capping. <laughs> and then like, he sent the verse. I was like, Oh, Oh, this is for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like oh okay. like, i'm not gonna believe it until it's done <laughs> yeah that, like that's I was, it was just one of those feelings it was like that super surreal feeling are there any other artists that you have your eyes on that you'd want to collaborate with in the future Ooh, uh i would love to collaborate with uh maddie healy from 1975 okay uh derek sanders from mayday parade uh ollie from bring me the horizon yeah uh bonnie from stan atlantic we would love to work with her uh Haley Williams yeah from Paramore yeah the redhead yeah I would love to throw a curveball out there like a couple curveballs and just say like probably like the weekend trippy red or like black yeah I was gonna say I feel like so I've seen rapper in there yeah yeah, I've seen a pattern there's been a few bands that have been doing this uh I prevail had Joyner Lucas on one of their tracks uh are you familiar with fame on fire yeah they had poor Stacy on. They're like 
It, yeah. I mean, it, it worked really well. Like poor Stacy already kind of makes those yeah. like harder tracks, but yeah. it worked really well. Like the transition between their kind of screaming vocals and his style of music worked really well. So I, I feel like that's kind of the new wave for uh, punk and pop punk bands that want to make a name for themselves is kind of getting in there with those, with those artists that are kind of more of the mainstream. Yeah, we do have a rapper on our next track that we're releasing on January 22nd um he's he's a pretty information i'm sure um i'm pretty sure that we we've said it already um but i don't i don't know i don't remember if we said it or not (laughs) (laughs) no worries we understand yeah yeah Yeah, it'll be a good surprise uh uh the track is fire the track is fire um the track is called back on my bs um all right and it's it's definitely gonna be one of those like pop punk we're just gonna vibe out song so it's yeah gonna all right um looking forward to it then so being being from florida um a data remember is also based out of florida right yeah are are they pretty big from where around you're from in the pop punk scene because they're they're i mean one, they're one of the biggest bands in the world but i feel like everyone probably listens to them in florida Oh yeah, I mean, like we go to their we go to the same studio that they go to, um, like our producers, their producer. So it's like it's pretty, it's it's pretty it's pretty epic to just like kind of be in that same space that like Common Courtesy was made and like and stuff like that. So it's like super super dope. Amy's got a boner right now. (laughs) A day to remember is my favorite band of all time. I I think I started listening to them and seventh or eighth grade the, the first song i heard was all signs point to lauderdale Ooh, and, i mean there's not song, like a man. whole it's not like super hard so that's but that was what was perfect for me to get into that band because i was making that transition from like my blink 182 my offspring like Ooh, all okay. like all those kind of bands i listened to and so that was like the first step in the harder stuff that i took and i just fell in love with them like never looked bad top my favorite band of all time i have they, they just released that new album right uh they're coming off the an cover. album and they, they released the cover a in single march I, I believe in march yeah march uh, yeah. um yeah yeah they just dropped another single called uh brick wall yeah yeah i i liked it i mean i have to it's my favorite band i'm gonna support even if it's <laughs> trash i'm gonna like it um yeah that's crazy you get to work in the same studio um oh, you yeah. guys aren't signed to a record deal right now are you no, we're uh, we're um independent right now. Okay, nice. Yeah. So how does how does copyright work when you're independent like that? Do you do have to do everything yourself? Or do yeah, you we do. Every, somebody, we do everything ourselves. Um, I think the only song that's like officially under something is outside, which is under uh or the orchard, which is under Sony. Okay. Um. So like sometimes if you want to use our own track we get copyrighted ourselves because they they own it um but other than that um we haven't gotten like any like copyright infringements or anything like that so that's good yeah um talk to me about what your album artwork process is like because uh sick of it all was more like a kind of a cartoon ish album cover, but then um, outside was kind of more photorealistic. How do you, what do you guys do to uh, get your album artwork done? Um, so our guitarist, um, his girlfriend, uh, Jessica Griffith, she does all of our artwork. That's cool. uh, She's really amazing. Uh, so she hears the songs before literally anyone else. So like she hears it, she listens to it. She feels like, 
what we're trying to convey. And that way we can kind of just like be like, all right, cool. Let's do this. Let's sit down and like make something that's representing what the song means. So um, when, when we did Sick of It All, um, it was just like kind of, we wanted something that can be translated in both like feeling of aspiration, but yet at the same time, still being like, all right, cool. Even though we're adults, we're still kids at heart. So that's why it's kind of like that cartoonish feel. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I always like a good cartoon album cover. Data members always done kind of some cartoonish vibes. Like, I mean, Homesick, in my opinion, coolest album cover of all time. Oh, that, okay. Okay. I, I, I would be willing to get that tattooed on my body at some point. Cause Dang. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it means that much to me, but yeah. I mean, that's a cool connection that you guys have. And I'm sure you guys will probably continue that relationship. Oh yeah. Going forward. Oh Yeah. Um, right now we're just, we're, we're officially working on the EP album artwork. Um, it's almost done actually, but yeah, I think people like it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, let's see. I had I had some other questions that I wanted to ask in my in my notes. Um, so with COVID going on this long, obviously there's been would you say there's been both disadvantages and advantages? Like obviously you didn't get to go uh, perform at the house of blues, which is a bummer, but I feel like COVID also has almost helped bands and artists with just being able to just focus on making more music and having more time to just focus on music. Would you agree with that? Or would oh, I, you? I definitely agree. COVID has definitely helped us um, very, very much just because we've honed in the sound that we wanted and we become so much better writers now. Um, and then being in the studio with Andrew Wade and um, Andy Karpovic, it helped us really learn, like to soak up so much knowledge where if it wasn't COVID time, we have to worry about, all right, we have to play the show. We have to do this tour. Right. So yeah, we, we've been in the studio, I think majority of the time of COVID. Yeah, it probably like takes a little bit of pressure off you, you know, like just like you said, oh, you got to worry about shows or maybe like putting out more stuff or just basically like answering to people. But obviously you want to go do shows, but at the same time you have a little more chance at, you know, um, just overall shaping everything, how you want it to be uh, given the amount of time you have. Well, shows are kind of a band's like main form of revenue, right? Yeah. Um, so basically how like the official revenue of like of bands is like our merch sales and our ticket sales really put in a big dent to what we kind of need out of life. The streaming sales, if you're signed to a label, um, depends on the percentages. But if you're independent, we kind of just take those streaming and then it kind of goes back into the band as if like we need more time for studio or we need to get more merch so people can go get. Um, so it's just kind of like a cycle of, all right, we got this, let's put it here. So we can keep doing yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have a website set up with merch yet? Yes. Yes. That's um, it's Magnolia park band dot big cartel. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm going to check that right now, actually. 
because we, so we we have our podcast merch it's mostly just our friends that that buy it that convince people to say i because i do all the graphic design myself and i Ooh. i whenever i'm done i'm like dude check out this artwork yeah. i just made never once while people's like all right i'm buying that yeah. right now um but we do ours through teespring so mm. i don't know if you've heard of them they they handle everything so all i do is i make my design i upload it to their to their website and they have like an on-screen editor. I drag my design where I want on the shirt and then they handle shipping, they handle printing, they handle all the customer service. But, but because of that, I get less revenue per shirt and kind of like you, when I make money off of selling t-shirts, I try to invest it back into the podcast, whether that's my Photoshop and illustrator subscription or the subscription to be able to actually put our content on Spotify. Or mm. if I like want to upgrade our microphones, like the microphones that I bought that we use that came straight from t-shirt sales. So I get what you're saying. It's definitely good to reinvest that money back into Yeah. Because yeah. uh, yeah. we, we actually use a uh, big cartel. So it's magnoliapark.bigcartel.com. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Right now we have uh, four, we have four items right now. We have three shirts and a jacket. Okay. Um, so we have an official Sick of It All t-shirt. We have an we have an official Houdini t-shirt, and then we have a Love Me hoodie. Cool. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So. Um, do you guys plan on putting out any like CDs or vinyl or um on a store eventually? Um, hopefully. Um, once everything calms down and things get back to normal, we can start pushing more merch. I think that we would do like a vinyl bundle. That yeah, I'm I'm kind of a record head. I I've been collecting for the last few years, and anytime I see like any anytime I hear like an album that I like all the way through, and I like the album artwork, I feel like I have to have it and put it in my collection. And I like, I, I saw that vinyls are outselling CDs again. Yeah, finally. really. I mean, I believe it. I feel like no one uses CDs and vinyl record players are definitely kind of making a comeback. And just the fact that it's, it looks really cool. It's like almost like, it's like a collector item and like you can display it like how you do in your room. Yeah, I have, I have my three favorite albums. So I did before I took them down, hanging up on my wall. Mm. I definitely, um, we, we might try and bring back cassettes, man. Like I just love, that, I mean, that's cool too. Cassettes. Like, everything comes back bro oh yeah definitely like i love the sound of cassettes um me and tristan both and then like the vinyls i love vinyls i mean like yeah. i have a vinyl player right here behind me here so like definitely is that a crosley brand crosley it looks like yep yeah mm-hmm. well cool man um talk to us about uh i mean we kind of talked about it before the podcast talk to talk to me about your band origins again and uh yeah where'd you get the name and where you guys sound comes from like who all you guys listen to growing up and and like who influences you the most all right so uh the band uh the name originated from um actual magnolia park we used to kind of go out there hang out and just like kind of vibe together but the way how the band got started is um i was in a band called Avadam. And then uh, we didn't have a guitarist and a bassist anymore because they they split from us. So I hit up Tristan, which is our guitarist in Magnolia Park. And then he hit up Freddie and then they both joined the band. 
a little bit after they just ended up uh they didn't feel the vibes so they left and then i ended up leaving as well and that's how magnolia park kind of started we had two other members but uh they ended up leaving and then we got joe and jared who are both incredible musicians um honestly some of the best musicians i've ever uh, worked with um and joe got introduced to the band because of freddie and then jerry got introduced to the band because of tristan and um the musical backgrounds were all very different that i think that's what makes yeah i think that's what makes us like very um just like cultured in a sense Mm -hmm. uh like joe he comes from more of that metacore background uh freddie comes from that very melodic guitar background mm-hmm. like chan and polyphia like all the stuff like that jerry comes from that classic pop punk um tristan also comes from like the pop punk era era but also like hip-hop um me i've come from more of that r&b hip-hop and pop punk um stuff like that and then like i know me personally in my favorite artists or the artists that like kind of really got me to do music is actually Lincoln Park. Chester Bennington was like a very, very big part of my childhood, adulthood. So definitely I would say him. Yeah. RIP one of the goats, man. Power, yeah. man. Yeah. Him and Chris Cornell. I, I have a lot of roots in Chris Cornell listening to audio slave growing up. My dad mm-hmm. had all audio slave CDs in his truck so I, that's where I get most of my music influences from my dad. It, he always played uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blink-182, Audio Slave, uh, Foo Fighters. That's where all mine comes from. And eventually it evolved into some harder stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm still I'm still an emo boy at heart. <laughs> I, I, I got in late to the game whenever it came to that, man. I was like cool i'm gonna listen to system of a down lincoln park slipknot <laughs> so like all these like harder bands and then like everyone's like you know they're softer bands right <laughs> <laughs> then like they started like letting me listen to like mini parade and secret sirens pierce the mm-hmm. day to remember neck deep hands hands like houses is like all these bands kind of like accumulated to like the sound that we love now nice yeah what so oh, i just have another question yeah, go for um, like obviously you're working like pop punk all the time because that's the music that you make but what other music genres uh do you and the rest of the band like you said you like uh i guess you guys said what kind of background they came from but i'm just curious mm-hmm. like what other uh genres you guys listen to because i'm sure people who, who whatever genre that you're focused in i'm sure at some point you're like i i want to listen to other genres just so that's not the only thing because that's all you're playing like all day every day yeah um for me for me personally i listen to a lot of hip-hop and pop um and then just like kind of like very underground or indie style Mm -hmm. um i know joe listens to hardcore and hip-hop Tristan listens to a lot of hip hop and pop punk. Uh, Freddie still, I think Freddie just listens to straight pop punk. And then he (laughs) listens to like them and then 100 Gex. Like that's all he listens to. And then Jared listens to that that classic pop punk still. Like, okay. Yeah. What are some of your favorite artists outside the genre, like with uh, hip hop and stuff? Ooh, all right. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Um, Goat. 
Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, Kid Cudi, his his new album's fire. Um, yeah, I did. just listened that. Uh, yeah. I listened like half of it on the way here. It was pr- it was pretty solid. Yeah, um, Jaden Jaden Smith. Um, He's good. Keshi, uh, which is like one of those indie artists. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I like? Really, really bump, man. The new Trippy Jack Harlow. Oh, Trippy Red. Yeah, that's yeah, like Trippy one of Red. that's like our favorite. Yeah, he he's been my well, he was my number one artist on Spotify last year. My number two this year, behind Mac Miller, rest in power to another goat. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Trippy in concert for free. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lucky, lucky. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon, and TikTok put on a free concert at Mizzou, Ooh. and uh, we just drove there for one like, night. Just pulled up, just got oh. hammered, and then had a good time. And drove back the next <laughs> day. Dang. It was an early was so morning fun. too. Yeah. You and Colton were asleep in the back, and I had to drive us back. I was hungover. I was like, God damn it! Yeah, he had class at like nine a.m., so we had to leave at like six thirty. Oh, it was rough. But it was worth. It was free concert. Dude. I mean, he. It was still fun, but like he like would cut his songs like halfway after he's like he'd go like halfway, then just like the sirens would go off, and he's like, "All right, next song." I'm like, "Dude, yeah. come on, just play it out, bro." Yeah, that, that's that's kind of like how his how his sets go. I yeah, mean, like another a few other artists that I love is Ski Mask. Um, yeah, I love Ski Mask. X, rest in peace. Uh, Juice mm-hmm. Road, another one, rest in peace. I saw him right before he died. Yeah. And then Denzel Curry, man. Denzel is, is a goat for sure. Did you listen to the new Jack Harlow uh, album that came out today? I haven't yet just because I was bumping Kid Cudi so hard. Dude, it's <laughs> it's really like, good. His song with Trippy Red goes off. Like Trippy crushed his verse. I haven't even listened oh. to that song yet. I'm just going top from bottom. I got to like this I, the last song I listened to was one with Pop Smoke and Skepta, which was pretty good. Yeah, that one was dope. There's a lot of good music put out today. Yeah. Yeah. For some weird reason, Taylor Swift dropped another album today too. Yeah, I saw that. that? I'm not a really big Taylor Swift guy. One of our <laughs> one of our buddies is like thinks she's the best artist of all time. I'm like, you gotta get over ah. it, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, not uh, for me. My ex girlfriend put out an EP today. Dang, man. Yeah. Did you to yeah, I did on the car ride here. It was okay. She's country. It's not really my thing. Oh, but, yeah, that girl. Um, yeah, Nothing Nowhere put out a new song today. It's fire. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't even know. He's uh, teasing his new album, Trauma Factory, that's supposed to come out in like next spring sometime. Oh, my God. I he's, love he's one of my man. favorites and then uh poor stacy just put out a song with travis barker today he did yeah dang i gotta listen to that too Dude, i'm telling you there's gonna be a collaboration album between poor stacy sorry poor stacy machine gun kelly travis barker young blood and Jaden. i'm telling you it's, it's gonna happen i think ian dior's gotta be thrown in there too because yeah. he works ian dior, yeah. as well he's yeah. so and machine gun kelly works the trippy all the time it's good God yeah. damn, it's gonna be one of the best albums of all time. Yeah, album with like 40 people. <laughs> and then Kellen's gonna come back and they're gonna do Swing Life Away again. Cause if for those who for those who don't know, Michigan Kelly and Kellen Kellen Quinn did a song called Swing Life Away. They did a uh, version of Rise Against and saw them live. And it was it was super dope. Everyone hates on them, but it was dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get that listen. I haven't heard that. Um Travis Barker seems to be making his like 
he he just pumps out songs left and right. Like I, he's got to be like one of the top. I mean, he's already one of the best drummers of all time. But I think he's making his name as one of the more respected producers too. Yeah, I mean, like he has his own record label now too. So like, yeah, uh, Jaden. So um, yeah, Jaden's on there. Yeah, I think, but he spells it with an X, like J X D E N. I believe Ian Dior's on there as well. Uh, Ian Dior's on uh ten thousand. Yeah. Him, him, Trippy, and Poor Stace are all on ten thousand. Um, but I mean, you mentioned that you work with the same studio as a data member there with Fueled by Ramen, along with Nothing Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Is All Time Low on Fueled by Ramen? All Time Low, I believe, is on Fearless now. Uh, I, I think the I disco I know is on there and Twenty One yeah. Pilots. So that's yeah, a really good connection. That's a good connection that you guys have made working with their producer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Andrew Wade also uh, works with Fearless Records uh, people as well. So it's, it's like pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, because Fearless, yeah. Fearless Records has a lot of good artists on their on their roster as well. So we're super stoked to see what could happen with that. I'm, that's awesome. I'm kind of interested. So are you familiar with the band Girlfriends? Yes. Yes. So they're they're like a they're like an actual band, right? I, I mean, I know it's just two main guys, but they they have a song with Travis Barker. So yeah. when when he hops on a track, does their drummer just like step aside and say, "Travis, you take the you take the wheel"? <laughs> I I think so. I think their drummer also plays like a different instrument. So I think okay. if Travis is on something, he's on something. Yeah, dude. I remember when uh, Travi Mills, I think his name was. Yep, that's him. Yeah, when he was just like separate, I used to listen to like a couple of his songs. But I like I like the girlfriend's band. It's like pretty cool. Yeah, their their album that they put out just now is I thought pretty good. It's the one with the it's the ear with the ear piercings that are holding the like old Apple headphones. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that before. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, they have a song with Travis, and then Trippy and Travis were supposed to drop a rock album called Neon Shark, but Trippy's been capping for like the last month on it. He's yeah, been he's capping from like his old career. Yeah. yeah, man, he's 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 been pulling a Playboy Cardi. Oh yeah, I, well, that's yeah. isn't that supposed to come out though, like for real, that, like soon? It was supposed to come out today. Oh, it was the yeah. Cardi album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all, what was it? Just red or was yeah, it whole, whole lot of red? Whole lot of red. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Mario Judas said, "Hey, if you don't drop it today, I'm dropping it." So I'm I'm waiting to see because Mario Judas. Yeah, it's all leaked. Yeah, he didn't know he uh he's doing his own version of Whole Lot of Red. And like he dropped a song called Big Yeah, and it's so fire. Like he oh mastered, wait, yeah, I saw yeah, that. He mastered Playboy Cardi's like flow and everything. I was like, yeah, yeah he can actually do this. <laughs> <laughs> I Playboy Cardi opened up for Juice World when I saw him. Really? Yeah, and Chief Keef, and Murda Beats was there too. It was the Jambalaya Chief Festival Keith, in Arkansas, and Juice World set got rained out after four songs. What? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go see him like next time he comes around. And then like a month later, he passed and I was sad boy for a while. Well, at least you got to see Chief Keef. Yeah, Chief Keef was cool. I, that was hype. Finetto probably went crazy. I wish I, I was like in the general admission section. I wish I would have been like in the mosh pit for Dude, Chief Keef. Because he has like four or five just like that broke the internet. Like, what's well, yeah. awesome. Yeah. KB and Silver and finetto geez just those yeah. songs were like I, I see stuff on twitter people are like which song was like bigger like 
like Fanetto or like Sycamo. It's like, dude, like Chief Keef, like he like broke the music industry when those songs came out. Yeah. Plus Sycamo is just kind of a meme now. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't, it's not going to hold the same legacy as Chief Keef because it just went hard in Sicko mode's like Sycamo or Mo Bamba. Yeah. Like, it's just a meme now, but look. Sigamo became a meme whenever Travis was like, I want to team up with McDonald's. And then from there, it was like, okay, yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah, I just, and then whenever they just started playing on the radio, every other, every other song, they just ruin it. And that's like, and then whenever, whenever the adults get a hand on it, <laughs> oh, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Like four months after it blows up, they're like, this song's Sigamo. Let's start playing it at like, gatherings and then it's just like dude that's gonna be us someday we're we're like starting to get to that age where we're like starting not to know what's like really cool at the young ages yeah i'm like that like on tiktok like the like when people post stuff i'm like is that like meta now like is that yeah josh how old are you i'm 26 man okay Uh, we're 20 i'm I'm up i'm I'm up there (laughs) i'm getting 22 we just both graduated college last year um Yeah, so yeah, so you're older than us. You're even more out of the loop. Oh, nah, man. I'm stuck in it. I'm still stuck in it. <laughs> I'm trying no to say that, man. Nah, man. Like, that's why, like, I, I like listen, like, artists like Billie Eilish and Post Malone, bro, because I don't listen to the radio. I listen to, like, Spotify and stuff like that. But, like, if I were to listen to the radio, I would hate them. Yeah. I, I know how big they are. And, like, the fact that, if I know how big they are, radio stations definitely know, and yeah. I, I would just hate them. But yeah, that's how I am with like some people. Like, I mean, I I do like Post Malone. I think he's awesome. But that's kind of how like whenever like a lot of Post Malone songs like come up in shuffle, I just skip them because I'm like, dude, like they're just yeah abuse it. And I I, I mean I abused them myself. I listen to Beer Bongs and Bentleys more than i probably listened to any album over like the last five years and now i came and listened to it i did it to myself the only song that like i still listen to off that album is uh um uh, spoil my night and uh 92 explorers that was <laughs> yeah and those i like Dude. those songs. yeah well i was telling josh before this that a band called point north has a cover of paranoid the first album or the first song on the album mm-hmm. it's good really it is nice yeah i'm definitely gonna check that out yeah i um, got to Josh, what do you do in your free time? What do you do outside of music? Oh man, outside of music, I I do photography and videography. Oh nice. And then like when I'm not doing that, I'm probably playing some sort of video game. What do you play? <laughs> Oof, uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077. Just bought that on Wednesday. I'm already, uh, dude. I'm in. I'm like five hours in, and I like just got past like the interlude. I don't know how far you are, but like basically, I just got past the part where they introduced Keanu Reeves' character. I'm not even there yet. I'm not even there yet. I know. I'm in an hour and a half into it. Uh, You convinced me. I had a gift card in my wallet. Um, I was like, God, I got to rip it. Everyone's playing it. And my girlfriend doesn't know I bought it yet. And she's been kind of making sure I don't spend a whole lot of money. I was like, I got to spend it. I got to, I got a gift card. I got to rip it right now. It's, it's sick. I'm excited yeah. to finish it. But yeah, what other games you got? But before that I was playing Cold War. I was playing zombies a lot um and modern warfare and then 2k21 okay okay what do you play on xbox let's go i mean i'm an xbox boy but i'm a p i'm a pc gamer now i'm a i'm a little pc nerd now but i still got my (laughs) xbox i'm still gonna play zombies on there yeah i got i got xbox and then like jared our bassist he let me use his playstation so 
I've been playing Miles Morales. I've already beat that like twice. Dude, yeah. How is that? Because I, I got <laughs> it's the so first amazing. one. Dude, I need to get it. It's so amazing, dude. The it's meme, a- it's uh, what do they say? He's uh, the swagger of a black teen. IGN dude, said oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like in their game <laughs> review, it's like, dude. Oh. No, but here's the thing, man. He has a costume where he's wearing Timberlands, like a whole thing. I saw that. I was like, oh no. <laughs> the memes are about to hit hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's like when Kamala Harris wore Tim's hopping off the. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. They're memeing her too for wearing Tim's. Yeah. Um, you're, you're into anime too, right? I saw that on your guys' like Thrasher magazine. Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm a you're big anime, anime head. Watch. Naruto, as I see yeah. on your beanie, uh, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Soul Eater, which um, actually we were watching Soul Eater when we wrote Love Me. Okay. So that was crazy. Um, Sword Art Online, first two seasons. Tokyo Ghoul, first two seasons as well. I've been recommended that. Uh, Bleach. What else do I watch? One I watch Punch a lot. Man. Uh, one Punch Man. I've seen season one. I haven't seen season two. Yeah, I haven't seen season two, but season one was goaded. Uh, Fire Force, amazing. Uh, Black Clover is dope. My Hero Academia is dope. That's what I'm watching right now. I'm on episode like 30 out of like 80 something, I think. And it, it's become one of my favorite animes because I don't know. I I really liked Hunter Hunter, but once they got past the like the have you seen Hunter Hunter? Yeah, one of my after, favorites. After after they get past the tower, like the fighting tower in season two. Yeah. I, for some reason I stopped watching. They're like in the middle of like trying to get uh Kilua back. Yeah, um, I mean it, dude, it's, so- it gets pretty slow a little bit, but um it, it picks up again. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah I but my it. I mean my hero academia is going crazy right now. I know I need to start. You gotta start it. My, yeah, my think- favorite anime is probably Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I I posted my favorite animes on my Instagram story, and a girl swiped up and said, "Anime is the best." I was like, "Oh, what do you watch?" She goes, "Blood of Zeus." It's like, get out! It's not. It, no, it's, it's not. not. It's, just it's not. Animation. It's not yeah. Japan. It's not from Japan. Yeah, same thing like with Castlevania, but like stuff like that. But like- well, people think Avatar's anime. And it's not. See, it's debatable with that. It's very, very debatable because it has very anime. It style. does. It's very. What about right? Samurai Jack? Cartoon. cartoon. You remember Samurai? Jack? Yeah, I remember yeah. Samurai Jack. Yeah. I don't it's think there's cartoon. any dialogue in that show. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it was just him battling some crazy monster every episode. It was just. Oh yeah, so sick. God, I want a katana so bad. I just want to have a katana above my bed. And an intruder comes in, like I don't need a gun. I'm just gonna hold this katana. I'm slice probably... you top the bottom in half, <laughs> like it butter. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm definitely a knife guy, man. Like someone ever comes in, dude, they're getting kunai thrown at them hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I got a little. Whenever I was in Spain, I went to Spain for a study abroad, like uh, last summer, and we went to one of the cities that's like known for it's medieval um roots and stuff mm-hmm. and there was just a store that had just a shit ton of swords and knives and stuff and i was like it was like 25 bucks for like a dagger like this big i'm like yeah i'm getting that just bought and it had the little uh, i don't know if you've seen game of thrones but like mm-hmm. uh john yeah like john the little wolf head on the bottom of it it had like that Ooh. on the dagger i'm like i have to they had john snow sword there right like a yeah they did i have a picture of me how much was that mm-hmm. 
probably like two thousand dollars. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks. I'd have I'd have been jacked before the last season. I'll be like, let's go. I'm gonna get this over. That last season left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. I'm pissed. Too. What do you think um, about it, Josh? It's like that. I could have gone meme. without it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's like that memes like the first two three seasons. No, actually, the first like what five to six seasons yeah beautiful masterpiece and then like the last two was like stick figures like you yeah. don't know what ha- you don't know what happens after that it's like i think that, like a lot of people say like one through four is like amazing then like five and six are like they're yeah. good but they're like and then like seven is like when it starts to go downhill and obviously a is like shit but like yeah. i would almost agree with that but i i enjoyed seven i know obviously like the writing still was a little lackluster but i thought a lot and like when what's his face ran back and got Daenerys whenever they like trapped behind the wall. White Walkers like, did he run like fifty miles in like a day or something? Yeah. Like that's yeah, it was, but yeah. it was still cool. Like I loved watching it. Like cinematically, it was awesome. But yeah, see, season seven still had me like fully paying attention to the show. And then uh, was it episode three in season eight, the Battle of Winterfell? I, yeah. I mean. It was sick. It was cool, it was but stupid. I wish I wish it would have happened late. I wish that was the season finale. If that was the season finale, I would have been a lot happier. Dude, they could have made they could have pulled the Battle of Winterfell. Like they could have just made that like three episodes if they really wanted to. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I heard the shooting for that took like like months. Well, like, yeah, months. it was like two hundred days or something. Yeah, like hundred and fifty days or yeah, something. Yeah, it was it was it was a very, very long time. <laughs> like an ungodly amount of time yeah but. yeah what other uh what other shows are you into other than anime like maybe like some like i just watched avery watched it too but we just watched the boys have you Ooh. seen that i've seen season one um i'm not finished with season two yet season two was awesome it's worth it dude it's worth Oof. it's i i like i really enjoyed it but some of the stuff just like kind of like irked me like how dramatic they can be with like the blood and like i don't know just some of the characters piss me off but i really liked it like the concept is really cool and i I really liked it um for me dude i love crime shows so like right now i'm finishing ncis um oh nice yeah then i think i'm gonna like i'm gonna finish criminal minds afterwards and okay. Then, um, I just love the psychology behind all of it. Yeah. Um, Criminal Minds is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, and I think after that, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna watch after that. Honestly, that's how. That's exactly how I am. Like, whenever I get a show that I really enjoy, that's that takes up all my time. And then whenever I'm done with it, I'm like, I'm so hesitant to start a show because I'm like. I know I'm going to get sucked in really bad. And I'm, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I want to do. So I'm like, really, do I, do I want to start it? Because that's going to, it's going to be it for a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's no, I don't start a show. I'm, like, I'm done. Like, I actually did. I started that show dark on Netflix. That's mm-hmm. uh, supposed to be like, kind of like stranger things, but it's like, oh, in Germany. yeah, yeah. I, I was watching that. I watched like the first four episodes and like, I don't know, I couldn't get hooked, but I'm sure if I like watched the whole first season, I'd probably enjoy it. But, that's probably the last show that like I've tried to watch and I haven't really like been hooked on, but yeah, I, I have a 
addictive personality when it comes to <laughs> yeah. shows. I always, oh, I always yeah. start a show when I was in college, like during finals week, and I just wouldn't want to study ever. I'd be like, nope, oh, got gotta watch Game of Thrones, gotta watch Breaking Bad, whatever it was. I finished Ooh. Game of Thrones in like four weeks. It was bad. Yeah, yeah that was that was me and Breaking Bad. <laughs> that was, yeah. that was me and Breaking Bad, dude. Like, have you was, seen Better yeah. Call Saul? No, not yet. I really no. recommend it. I really recommend it. It's See, good. like, I keep going in the cycle of rewatching Stranger Things and Thirteen Reasons Why, because I just want to learn like the cinematics behind it all. So I just like mm-hmm. keep watching it, like pick, like nitpicking everything. So it's like, all right, new show or watch this for the twelfth time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Stranger Things. I'm excited for season. Yeah. Was it four coming four, out? Yeah. 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 That's gonna be. They're they're doing a great job with that show. I just hope, like, with shows like that, like how with Game of Thrones, like instead of being hungry for money to just extend it just because they can, mm. they should just like break yeah. it. They ended after five seasons and it was perfect. And that's what I hope they do with Ozark too. I, I hope great. I hope they end it right because I can see them being oh we're just gonna keep making more seasons more seasons because we grass. can instead of just ending it on a good note and making sure like that's this is our story that's good to go just move on to something else yeah yeah i mean uh i think this season's gonna be the last season for stranger things you think i'd be okay with that it's had such a good run four i mean in four seasons four or five seasons for a shit like an hour-long show I feel like yeah. that's pretty good. Like, yeah, I mean, after that, I get like, if I'm binge watching, I'm like, God, when I was watching Lost, I'm on season seven. I like, it was a pain just to sit through it. I was like, God damn it. I just, I just want to be done. Over. Yeah. Like, I think, like, if they do a season five, they're probably going to do like what It Chapter Two did, where they time jump to being adults and then like going back. I'd be and okay forth. with that. Like, I'm in the middle of reading that right now. Oh, It? Yeah. <sighs> Stephen King, man. One of the Dude. most goaded writers ever. Dude, I know. I need to start reading more. Like, of I, I, I got that book probably like a couple months ago, and I was like reading consistently like twenty five pages every night before I go to bed, and then I just like stopped. But now I'm like getting back into it, and it's really good. But dang, man, like he, you what goes on his head <laughs> should not be going on in other people's heads. Dude, you should get his short story book. It's so amazing. It's called Really. What, what yeah. Let me, yeah. Actually, let me get it real quick so I can kind of show you. It's called The Bazaar of Bad Dreams. The Bazaar. So it's like all short stories, like scary stories to tell in the dark? Yeah. So basically all of his short stories that he never really wanted to make into full books, he wrote into this thing. And this thing is amazing. I'm going to write that down. Um. Josh, the, the bazaar of what, or of, the book of bazaar, uh, the bazaar of bad dreams. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, we have some fan questions if you want to help us answer a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. They're just they're always kind of random, like no theme to them. Um, this one comes. The first name says want to be astronaut. Uh, message: If you had the opportunity to go into space, but you had to leave your family behind for a year, would you do it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, man, the the grand expiration of what isn't normal kind of always excites me. So if I ever had a chance to go into space for a year, I mean, honestly, going into space for a year would be the time would be different just because of like the physics behind everything. 
but like i think it'd be really cool to actually experience space yeah if i mean if i ever had that opportunity i'm i'm sorry wife kids that's a once in a lifetime opportunity but man that would be scary I'd yeah be, definitely yeah. scary but like man if you make it out it's incredible <laughs> at least that de- like space deaths are over pretty quickly right like once you get sucked into the vacuum like you're just you, don't you you're supposed to explode right like it, yeah you instantaneously explode <laughs> like yeah, yeah see that's fine yeah, yeah that's fine it's yeah. fine i won't even know what happened you see that yeah. you explode or you freeze like fast like you don't feel anything you just yeah. die yeah i can i can live with that just like waking up and you like look outside you're like looking at earth from like way out you're like what the God. existence is pain oh yeah i would just i would i would be doing the zero gravity for like all day Dude, oh yeah it's like cool do you think that they're gonna make zero gravity raves at some point no i hope so that'd be crazy can you imagine everyone just bouncing off each other like See, I also think that'd be really bad because like, like someone's drink away. is just gonna like like everyone's drink is just gonna like splash everyone else in the face. Give them sippy like, cups, and then you're gonna get people. You're gonna get people that are like, "Hi, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you <laughs> and like and like mosh pit." Dude, like, oh my and god! Then if you're the one at the end, zero gravity, you're just like, "All right, see ya." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like yep, yep. yep. See you guys. I come back. <laughs> like, there's no force pushing me the other way, so I'm just gonna keep going. Oh yeah, man. All right, I, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. Uh, Pinhead Larry asks, "What's the cheapest thing you've ever done?" Like, what's the, the like cheapest thing you've done? Like something for money? Like, yeah, someone's just, like, "I'll give you a dollar if you do that." Is that what? You or think? like just something that you've done to save money that I don't know? Like, ah, uh, okay. Um, something I've done to save money. Uh, right off the bat, I can tell you, um, I used to go to the regional library in my hometown. Mm-hmm. and uh t- i would check out the cds for like because it was free like everyone has a free public library and i would take the cds home with me after i checked them out and then burn them onto my laptop and then put them on and then put them onto my ipod because i didn't want to pay for the which is like that's smart that's it, no cheap. but it, it's it's a, no it's a bad thing to do to artists i like you're, you're robbing the artist of like what you should have paid for it's like pirating pretty much but i did that when i was like 10 years old that's and that, that lime wire yeah. oh yeah uh, i think all right so i think when gamefly first started they didn't have like the serial numbers and stuff like that on their discs so i totally just like just swapped the disc one time for a game that i got and just like <laughs> well, yep, it's my game now <laughs> have you ever gotten a paper disc out of like a red box oh yeah i've seen people do that I've, i mean it's smart like i don't know how the i don't know how, i mean maybe the machine tracks like the weight of the uh case or something can tell that it's yeah fake now but yeah. people definitely did that when it first started oh, yeah, yeah now now they have barcodes like in the middle so they're like yeah yeah we know we know this isn't ours <laughs> you get gears of war from gamefly you're like yeah how about Oregon trail back <laughs> <laughs> how about goat simulator yeah you can have that <laughs> i've heard that game's pretty good Oof. It's probably it's probably just a shoot the shit game. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ever spend yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. more than a dollar on it. <laughs> or like tractor simulator. Yeah, I saw yeah. one. It was like a car assembly factory simulator. I'm like, dude, like why? <laughs> Have you seen the GTA mod that people play where they like actually do role playing? Like there's cops and like regular citizens and stuff. No, and they take no. it super seriously. There's a server. 
like a modded, there's a modded server for GTA where like people actually play firefighters and cops and they take it super seriously. And like, they actually get mad if like people don't obey the cops orders and they just like, that's like in the episode of the office when Dwight has like his second life, uh, game. Oh oh, yeah. And Jim (laughs) makes his character. Oh oh my God. Second life. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm surprised. Like, I'm, I'm sure they probably do have something like that now. But. Dude, I'm stoked for the Star Wars VR game to come out. I might have to rip oh, an yeah. Oculus for that. Dang. Lightsaber fights. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah. I'm hyped for the Harry Potter open world game that's going to come out next year. I'm pretty stoked yeah. for that, too. Yeah, and that's it's on gonna PC. Be so, dude, if they make it right, it could be awesome. Yeah. Like, man, who, know, who knows with it now, man? Like, certain games have failed me <laughs> i know yeah so like that's what, literally all i play is like free games basically right now like i play rocket league i play valorant and i play league of legends um and i mean i was on my Warzone grind like i i bought cod and i, I was on Warzone grind for a while with cod um but i always just i come back to the free games like i've been playing league of legends for like five years now i'm still garbage but you know it's it's free and yeah uh, oh, man. you know i the, the Fortnite phase i'm actually about i'm gonna download Fortnite again because some some of my friends have been like just like playing for the shits and i'm like that sounds kind of fun just <laughs> yeah. like hopping on just getting shit on by sweats but i want them Dude. to make a Fortnite mode where there's like a there's a time uh like a like let's say you put up one build, you have to wait like a whole second to put up your next build because that would take you back to like OG Fortnite days where no one knew how to build. If you saw Ooh. someone build a uh, one by one, you're like, I'm done. Not oh yet. my god! When the like... game first started, I made it to the top two by hiding, and someone had an RPG and they built a little one by one. I was in the open. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm done. And they just shot <laughs> me with like RPG. Man, now it's like cool let me build a mansion in two seconds like yeah you're like hey i see someone right here let me just shoot at it it's like okay now i'm just gonna run yeah yeah, yeah. Kill the game for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I i stay with the rpgs just in case those master builders come out I'm like yeah. hey, i'm just gonna take it down yeah <laughs> build it up again waste all your mats and, uh, and yeah. eventually you'll you'll be on my level down yeah. on the, down on the ground <laughs> uh daddy daycare says I got a babysitter so me and my nurse wife could go to a college party in the height of a pandemic. That's not really a question. Ooh, don't do that. <laughs> I know who he's talking about. Wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Someone that we knew did that we know did that. Oh, Wait, no. I got a babysitter. I got no. a babysitter so me and my nurse oh. wife. <laughs> okay. Oh, not really a question, but that's it's an just, inside joke. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. We oh we gosh. literally like me and him and our other buddy that probably sent the um question in. We just like send each other like his stories like every day. Just we probably should delete oh them, gosh. but like the, the the cringe content is entertaining and we're just positive about it. like, dude, look at look at what he's posting today. And we're like, oh my oh gosh. My. <laughs> but then it's, it's so it's so entertaining seeing cringe content is entertaining sometimes in small doses like on reddit i follow cringe topia i do too and like it's just nice seeing and it just kind of pisses you off like dude that is so cringe but like you just like watching it it makes i mean i guess it just kind of makes you feel good about yourself that you're not (laughs) yeah literally um let's do our weekly challenges all right and then we can wrap it up uh so first we've got uh blow dart of the week what pissed you off this week oh man oh God, what did piss me off this week? Uh, 
Oh, um, so there's this uh, client that I normally work with whenever it comes to photography. And like, I've been trying to get in contact with them about like doing another shoot. And then they've been trying to get in contact with me. So it's kind of like a back and forth thing. And like, they've hit me up recently. They were like, hey, I'm gonna do a Christmas shoot. I was like, cool, what's your idea? And then they were like, I don't know, anything Christmas? I'm just like, you hit me up to tell me you don't know what you want to do. I want to <laughs> yeah. throw my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, that's frustrating. Just a frustrating thing. <laughs> yeah. I feel that for sure. Um, uh, my blow dart of the week is to, let me find the picture. I saw, I was looking this up yesterday. Um, so last week, the House um, voted to decriminalize cannabis. Oh, yeah. federally and here's here's the margin it passed thank god but now it has to go to the republican senate which it's not going to pass because because listen to these numbers uh these are the people yeah, that said so yes 222 democrats five republicans and one what? libertarian 158 republicans vetoed or voted no on decriminalizing uh, cannabis and i just want to know why why the fuck would you do that just because they like to watch the world burn. Just, That's what it is. <laughs> I feel like you have to like be so ignorant to just not like even l- put any effort into like learn about how it helps other people. And it's not even like people like people that smoke weed are going around like no, no one's like oh, I'm smoking weed off that weed. I'm gonna go rob a bank or something. It's not like it's causing people to like do bad things as yeah, like, I- but. Like I saw a post on some Reddit and basically it was like uh, weed kills like this many people. Weed is cause of this many accidents. Weed is all, and it's like, just kidding. Those are all the stats for alcohol. And it's like, I mean, like it really makes you think. I think the reason why they they're doing that is because they're, they don't, they haven't found a correct way to tax weed. Mm-hmm. So until then they're always going to vote against it until they find a proper way to make it benefit their their ideals. Correct. Yep. I know that Canada kind of has that problem right now because their their weed is like super expensive because of the tax. So people still sell sell it. Yeah, like the black market is of weed in Canada is doing like better than it ever has. I, yeah, I'm sure. And that's how like with Illinois, like it's right across the the bridge for us, and it's like, mm-hmm. dude, their prices are crazy. It's like sixty dollars for an eighth, and it's like, well, no one. No, why would you even buy from there? I mean, obviously, you know, you're getting good stuff from there, but it's like, why would you even buy it? Like, that's so expensive. And that's I mean, just that. Yeah, they're just trying to find a way to make the most money out of it at the yeah. same time. That's the same with Colorado. I mean, like Colorado, it's a free state now, but still at the same time, there's still dealers there just because they know. Yeah. Well, this, well, this wasn't even to legalize it. This was just to decriminalize it, That's just crazy. to get just to get people out of prison for something that they should not be in prison for. Yeah, I don't know that it breaks my heart. To, yeah. But at, the, at the same time, though, like yes, I also have to think that because they were already in there, it wouldn't affect majority of those people who are in jail because of weed which which is is a sad part yeah like like, they're already in jail at that point yeah Yeah. and And even if they get them released it's like well what if they've been in there for like 10 years like that's the problem with prison too is mm -hmm. you get released like okay you're free but it's like where do i go yeah like i 
I, I don't know, maybe I heard this wrong for somewhere, but I thought I, isn't it a stat that a, a decent amount of people that come out of jail, like end up committing suicide or like some, something it. bad happens just because it's like, they, well, they're so dependent on, they get food, they get shower, they get like talk to yeah. people around them every day. And when but they it's also like a survival you, thing too. Yeah. It's also yeah. like a survival thing too. I mean, I think it's a higher percentage that whoever goes in will go in again. Um, yeah. but there's also another high percentage of like suicides or like assisted suicides that will come from it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a common problem with veterans too. They come home to nothing most of the time. Like yeah. I'm going to spend one tour, two tours in the middle East and I come back and I don't have a job. I don't have family. Like mm-hmm. sad. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure suicides just became the number one or was yeah. it over either suicide or overdoses yeah one of those became the number one cause of death over car accidents i, I believe it was it was i think it was suicides That's, especially with covid that yeah really spot that really spiked the numbers people not being able to pay the bills people can't go out or yeah you're just stuck in your house you just get depressed shitty yeah yeah do you have a blow dart this week my blow dart of the week is um, the people that gave me bad reviews from my calls this week. So just for <laughs> reference, I, I'm a licensed broker at a, a broker dealer. And I basically just like take calls, help clients with their accounts and stuff. And I got two, two or three like bad reviews on my, like for me and all of them were literally just for something that I can't even control. Basically I got like a one out of 10 review because the guy asked for a lower option contract fee. Nothing that I can do, like, but he gave me a one out of 10 and that just looks like bad on me. And there's two other people, like one, one person gave me a terrible review and like wrote this paragraph, like, yeah, he wasn't even speaking to me and he, and he hung up on me, but literally my connection, like at that time, it was like kind of choppy and like, he, he couldn't hear me. He's like, I can't hear you. You're choppy. I was like, all right, I'm going to try to transfer you to someone else then. And he thought I just hung up on him. I'm like, oh, dude, God. just oh, uh, just no. pissed me off. Ruin, ruined a couple of shifts this week just because <laughs> oh. I'm like, man, like, I know it, I, I'm not, I'm not, I shouldn't think of it too much. I'm like, man, I don't want a bad review on me. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that we've had an opportunity to get some things off our chest, let's go to our babe of the week. All right. Babe of the week. I just thought of mine. Well, I thought of it yesterday is the Spider-Man 3 movie that's going to come out with... Let's go. Dude. Oh, my. That's going to be a great yes. movie of all time. It's... it's it, they, I don't even care. Like, they could honestly just, like... It could be, like, bad. I'm still going to love it. Like, there's oh, yeah. no way that I won't enjoy that movie with... The yeah. cast and is amazing. They brought back... What's his face? The Doc Ock Doc guy. Um, yeah, they bring uh, back obviously the um, Toby, Toby, yeah, Toby Andrew, Garfield, uh, Mary uh, Jane. I think they brought back her. Yeah, yeah Kirsten um, Dunst, Emma Stone's coming back, and um, uh, Tom J. Hardy, Jameson. Uh, what was his name? Um, oh wow, what is? He's, a, he's like a big actor, but I can't yeah, his name. I blanked on his name. Oh my god, I know. But dude. wait, the guy that plays Green Goblin. No. no, that's uh, Willem Dafoe. I'm Is he coming? Oh, no, he's a DC guy now. He wouldn't do that. He was an Aquaman, so I don't think he can make a Marvel movie now. Yeah, yeah just, no, they can still do both. Yeah, they I can. actually just saw today, like, the Barstool uh, movie uh, Twitter. They've been just dropping all news. And I saw that he, Christian Bale, actually is 
accepted a role. I think he's like one of the villains in the new Thor movie. God killer. Yep. Yep. Oh. That's what it is. All right. I'm stoked. Yeah. There's Good a dude, there's a lot of people that switch. Like Tom Hardy, he was Bane. He's been on. Yeah. I loved a little uh Easter egg or not Easter egg, but when Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool 2 uh killed the ryan reynolds that decided to do green lantern at the end of the movie oh yeah he he's like time warping he's like yep here's a gun to the back of my own head <laughs> yep. going to do green lantern <laughs> that's funny uh my babe of the week is going to my hero academia for just being such a good anime right now like i'm hooked and when i find myself bored throughout the day i just throw on some my hero academia and my boredom goes away instantly because it is that good when you find a show like that it's such a good feeling oh yeah oh man i think my babe of the week quentin tarantino man like i just like i've been binge watching quentin man just learning his tactics and pulp fiction has really done it for me man just like rewatching that just really made my week Dude, his I haven't seen all of his movies yet. I, I think I'm like too short. I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs and I haven't seen um what's the one with the, the girl's name in it? Like um Not Kill Bill. No, no, no. It, it's like it's the title of it is like a girl's name, I think. Uh Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, that's uh, it is Jackie Brown. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. But Jackie Brown is really good. That's with really? Samuel Jackson being the uh the main. Yeah, he's super good. All, super, dude, super good. all of his movies are yeah. Well, so is you say Pulp Fiction is your favorite QT movie? Oh yeah, Pulp Fiction definitely. Um yeah, he's actually one of my favorite directors. Uh, Dude, Quentin, he's, you know, all yeah. of his movies. I I saw a Reddit thread that was like, "What's the most overrated movie in your opinion?" And like one of the top ones that was voted up was like any QT movie. Movie like all of his movies can be like an hour shorter. It's like yeah, they could be, but he's so focused on like dialogue driven and like developing characters. I'm like you have to appreciate that. Like who? Yeah, yeah you're sitting there for almost three hours, but I'm literally like the yeah. whole time and like it's, i don't care if it's too much talking that yeah like the opening scenes of inglorious bastards people like that that scene was oh. like like dude that scene was like it's amazing 35 minutes it, it went by like that like yeah. the opening scene was like oh, almost an hour like not almost an hour but yeah like 30 minutes of just like like the most tense conversation you could ever imagine and i was just like this that's a, that's is the, a crazy movie already they're in the jewish household right that's the yeah, opening we, scene the nazis yeah. are looking for the um, well, like, they're in like they're on the, the floor. The they're in they're in France, but they're yeah, they're hiding the Jewish people. That's yeah. probably my favorite QT movie. Actually, I don't know. I think Django is. Like, oh, Django is really good. Um, I hope hopefully they do uh, Django and Zero movie. But um, the one thing I love about Quentin Tarantino movies is that he can seamlessly intertwine all their stories of each character, like from different paths to collide into each other. Yep. And I think that's something, that's the reason why it's three hours long is because like you have to take time to develop those characters and yeah. a lot of directors are like, cool, this is the main character. This is a supporting cast. We're going to focus on the main character, give a little bit of supporting cast, but no, Quentin's like, no, everyone's a main character. Exactly. Like that's exactly like how like uh, Once Upon a Time was. Like Once Upon a Time was like, I, 
it's on the lower end of like QT movies for me, but I still really enjoyed it. Like it's still a good movie. I've already seen it three times. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And that's like exactly what you're talking about. Like how whenever uh, Leo went to work, well, it's like, all right, now we're going to go see what Brad Pitt does whenever he's alone. And like, Mm -hmm. you see his entire life, like, you got the guy that's recognized for the actor. Then you got the um, the, the stunt, stunt double. See what he does, and then you got um, Margot Robbie like doing her thing too. And then they just all blends together at the end. Just, I wish God. I would have known more about the Manson murders before I watched that because I was kind of in the dark. I was like, I didn't really know much about him. I didn't know that Margot Robbie's character was supposed she, to get murdered. She was the one that she's the one that died in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- uh, Shannon Tate. Yeah, Sharon, yeah. Shannon Tate. Sharon, I, I Sharon didn't. Tate, I, think. Tate. I didn't know. I didn't know, so like I was watching, I didn't really get it, but yeah. then I, but then I learned more about it, watched it again. I was like, all right, that movie's fire. Yeah. Like, and did you know? Uh, have you guys seen The Strangers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie's based off of the Manson Murders too. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Dude, Strangers is like one of my favorite horror movies ever. I'm a huge horror movie fan, and same. I, same. I love it. Yeah, horror, horror movies are my thing. See, oh yeah, Hereditary, amazing. That's like. The, oh like a lot of people give Midsommar like so much crap, but I was like, "Yo, like this is actually really good." The it was way a good they... movie, but I was like, "It was great." Towards the end, you know, what I'm talking about You're like, <laughs> like, like, oh, what? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Please, mom or dad, do not walk in on me watching this right now." Oh like, yeah, yeah, it was really like, bad. What are you watching? Like. <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't even consider Midsommar truly horror. I think it's more no, it's not fence thriller, but I wouldn't I wouldn't classify it as a authentic horror movie. Uh, yeah, and that's what I think the great thing about horror is is like there's there's so, ho- when people think of horror, it's just like oh jump scares, jump scares, jump scares. It's like Hereditary, there was no jump scares, and I think it I can ar- I think you could argue it's like one of the best like overall horror genre movies of all time like oh yeah oh that yeah. good of a movie and it's not even like it doesn't have any cheap jump scares and like like i said with the whole genre there's movies that are not even scary at all i would say but i would still consider them horror i guess yeah like thriller like mm-hmm. get out or us like they're not necessarily they're not horror movies horror, yeah. but i would still put them under like the category of like a scary movie like what else would you call it based because it's like it has yeah. that tone to it like the horror tone yeah it, it's yeah it has a tone but i definitely would consider those two in specific more thriller than yeah, anything I agree. yeah. Okay. there's so many like subgenres of horror that like yeah. people can get into it's so exactly crazy. like uh, i love and it like we were talking about it earlier it the remake remade movie mm-hmm. i i've seen that movie like 10 times got on blu-ray like i I love that movie. That's oh. why I got the book because I'm like, I need to read the book. But the book is so weird. It's like jumping back and forth. I don't know if you read it, but it's like yeah. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Because like, I think it's like this thick and it's like uh, 1,300 pages. I'm about 200 pages deep. Bro, <laughs> Just, it's, it's yeah. a lot. But there, yeah. I'm so glad that the movie decided to cut out a few things, but I won't I won't spoil that until you get to that point and you're going to well, be like, yeah. what, what the fuck? I know. Well, I know <laughs> the... A couple of things like the orgy at the end obviously yeah yeah <laughs> and then well i i just got to the part where like they start talking about like the turtle and i know oh. that there's no turtle yeah. in the movie dude um i kind of wish that they would have explored that in the movie but at the same time it's like you know what i'm glad you didn't 
Yeah. I'm glad. I have no did. idea what you guys are talking about right and, now. And, like, with it, like, I the ending of the second movie, like, I think the second movie was, like, nah, whatever. Yeah. Like, I liked it just because it was, like, ah, oh, the follow-up of the story. Like, I enjoyed it still. But it wasn't nearly as good. But I just don't like um, – I'm just going to say what happened at the end. But, um, uh, like, how Pennywise is – like an alien from another planet. Like I wish they would have just let that up. And be like, what is he? That, yeah. I think that's scary. Wait, to you're me. talking about the movie? Yeah, I've I've seen them both. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. like how they found out that Pennywise is like an alien, like coming from another yeah. planet. Like there's like tons of him, like on another planet. Like he came here like a long time ago. I would they, wish they would just been like, he's just like an unknown like demon or something like that. You don't know like that. I think the unknown is part of what makes good horror movies like good is uh, leaving it up to to you the viewer to decide you know like well you know like what is here like you know it's just the the fact the giving the viewer the um the the choice to uh just think about what you think of a character and you know you know what i'm trying to say can't really get the words out but uh, a fun fact about uh uh it chapter one that a lot of people don't really know, like you may or may not know, but Pennywise is in almost every single scene. Really? Mm-hmm. He's in the, like background. in the background. Yeah, like when when um Mike gets scared, you see him, but as a painting on the wall looking at him. I'm watching like, it tonight. So many things. Yeah, there's so many things like that. Like, <laughs> now you got me want to watch it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta watch it tonight after you leave. That's like Haunting of Hill House. Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah so ba- like basically, all, yeah, you go. Yeah, basically, how they how they do it is like every single time they have their little uh, psychotic breaks, look around the scene. You will see him somewhere, like looking, like walking, or something like you that. Give me it's chills. I, I'm excited like, to watch it. I gotta have some strong pause game. I gotta, yeah. bro. Yeah, they they definitely took their time with the first one i wish they did that with the second one mm-hmm. but like it was it was so 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 good when i found that i was like yo i have to like watch this and observe <laughs> yeah. everything like oh there he is like the, the leo <laughs> meme from the oh, meme. Upon, one spot of time like, yeah. there he is <laughs> uh what are you guys songs of the week Ooh. songs i'm actually gonna look this up i gotta now. i gotta rip mine the new nothing nowhere song fake friend and it's a toss-up between that and the kid cuddy song with trippy red uh rock star nights fake friend and nothing nowhere rock star nights by kid cuddy and trippy those are my two songs of the week i they both came out today so i've only listened to them a few times but like they're going right into my main playlists that's nice all right i would say constance by spirit box and uh reminds me of you juice road and the kid Leroy was really like really good kid Leroy, he's so good yeah. yeah dude he's like he's like what 15, he 16? just turned 17 like oh my. like less than a couple months ago he did a podcast yeah. with uh phase banks and keemstar called mom's yeah. basement oh, yeah and yeah. he kind of talks about his experience so far. And he says he's got like older women sliding in his DMs. That's he's fine. He's like, you're about to catch yes. a charge, but like, it's cool for me, but that's going to be bad for you. For real, yeah. let's just wait another year and I'm here. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say my song of the week is off the new Jack Harlow. Um, it's called Cream. But honestly, the entire album, I think, is like really fire. And he, he does a really oh, yeah. good job at like, 
switching up. Like he kind of has like a little R and B style in a couple songs. Then he has a couple that are like drill beat. Like he goes hard. He has a little more like lyrical sense. Like he's he's really talented, and I like him a lot. But cream, cream. And what yeah. was it? What was the first song that you said, Josh? Constance by Spirit Box. Like super, super dope. Dude, you have you definitely gotta watch the video. Uh, I can I can just tell you it's about uh, a family dealing with their uh, grandmother or mother at the for the uh, for the uh, parents um, dealing with her dying from Alzheimer's. Okay, like it's like it's like super super deep, mm-hmm. and they're normally like a very very heavy band, but this song is like very like like soothing in a super weird sense. Like I think you guys will really like it. I think you'll like it. Okay, yeah, I, I'm gonna watch yeah, it for always, sure. Yeah, I always want to listen to uh, the suggestions. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I think that that about wraps it up. Good episode, Josh. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you're you. Even more chill than I thought you're gonna be. Yeah. You're, I want to <laughs> hang out with you, man. Yeah. 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 Hey, man. Any yeah, anytime hey. you're in Florida, man. All right. <laughs> I don't know. It might be a while. Anytime you're, anytime you're in St. Louis too. Offers up for, for hey, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Dude, yeah. Or if, you know, if you guys are on point, tour, yeah, if you're on tour, dude, I will definitely going to stop by, sure. man. Yeah. dude. It's a pleasure having you, man. Yep. Thank all you. Right, we're going really, really. to sign off with our salutation uh, to all the horky boys and horky girls out there. Take it easy and keep it steezy. Thank you.